Welcome to the Lisper Podcast. I'm your host, Tyrone, and this is going to be the first episode of Season 2. Yay! Yep, I'm doing Season 2 because I'm starting a new year, so I might as well start the new season. New year, new season, Season 2. And if you didn't listen to Season 1, do what you do with your Netflix shows. Do what you do with your power and all that stuff. Just binge watch, binge listen to this shit. You binge watch the shows, binge listen to my podcast. You got time, you know, you got time to catch up. So just go back, listen to season one all over again, or just pick your favorite episodes from season one. They're listed. You can pick your favorite episodes. It ain't like a TV show where you got to watch it in succession. You can just pick your favorite episodes and listen. And then you can start out listening to season two. Do whatever you want. Just listen to the podcast. But this is the first episode of season two, and it's a new year. And so I thought since it was a new year, I was going to do the top entertainment stories of 2019. Excuse me. Hold on. And when I say top entertainment stories of 2019, I mean my top, not your top. That means that these are going to be the 2019 entertainment stories that I care about, the top ones that I like. So if I miss one of your stories or if you got an extra story that you want to share with me or you know something I don't know about 2019 that happened with somebody and you think I might want to know, you can always put it in my messages because you can message me on the podcast and you can put it in the messenger. And you can say, hey, Tyrone, you forgot about this story or hey, Tyrone, this, whatever you want to say. You can say it in my messenger, and like I said in my old podcast, if I ever get enough messages, I will um, do that. I will uh, do a messaging podcast, and I will have the messenger um, live on my podcast for people to hear, and I'll respond to your messages. And if you don't want me to respond to your message on my podcast, just say, Tyrone, I want to see you this message, but it's private. Don't respond to it. But let's forget all that. Let's start with the top stories of 2019. First, I'm going to start with Lori Lachlan. Lori Lachlan played... Um, I'm going to say Aunt Becky. I'm going to say that's her name. I, I haven't seen Full House in a while. I've watched Fuller House with my kids a little bit. But I'm going to say Aunt Becky. She's playing Aunt Becky on Fuller House. She's playing Aunt Becky on the original Full House. And the only reason why I think this story is so important is because I really liked her. You know, you think of her as Aunt Becky because you don't see her in no other limelight. You don't know her in real life. So you think of her as Aunt Becky. She was all wholesome and cool and a nice lady and a nice person. And then here it is. You do something like this. Here it is. You try to get your daughters in USC on a fucking saying that they was on crew. They was on crew. And they ain't even never crew. They ain't never stroke. 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 They ain't never did that in their life. They ain't never even been in the water. I don't even know if these little bitches know how to swim. I'm sorry. I can't be calling them little bitches. But I don't even know if these girls know how to swim. And you you putting them on crew. You saying that they was on crew. And then you paid money to get them in USC. Like, damn, yo, you foul. And then why would you pick crew? Crew is a weird thing to pick to me. I think you would pick like volleyball or basketball. Like maybe not basketball, but like volleyball or something with that. They could have actually like been on a high school volleyball team or something or or a high school soccer team or something like that where they could have actually like tried to pull it off. But you know some people gonna be suspicious when you say your daughters was on crew. That's a suspicious thing, you for real. Crew? Crew? No, I mean, they're not stroking. Like, that was weird to me that they even used crew to get them in. But it's just like, they talking about they didn't know they was breaking the law. They knew they was breaking the rules, but not the law and all that stuff. And I just like this because it goes to show you that people aren't as wholesome as we think they are. You know, we thought Aunt Becky was like this great wholesome person. I don't know her husband. He's some kind of designer, but I don't know about him. But then it's like, look what happened. Everybody dropped their Hallmark, dropped her. They even dropped her daughter. Her daughter was like an influencer or something. They stopped fucking with her. They um stopped messing with her on social media. They um she got all her beauty brand stopped. Fuller House was like, nope, not coming back. Like she lost a lot of stuff and a lot of clout. You know what else is funny? Like Felicity, Felicity Houseman was like, mm, I'm not I'm guilty. 
She was guilty. When she got caught in her scholars and Mr. Scam, she was like, guilty, 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 because these people facing some real jail time. So if your husband's like, I'm not going, um, I'm not going to jail. I'm not going to jail. I'm guilty. I'll I'll plead guilty. I'll catch catch me a bargain. I'm not about to do it. But the way knocking on maybe going to jail, her and her husband might be going to jail. And that's like, I, mean, I heard it's like a lot of jail time that they could do like 10 years or some shit. So I just appreciate that story because it was Aunt Becky and everybody thought she was so cool and so good and everything. And it's just wrong. It's just she ain't so cool and she ain't so good. And here we go. The next story that I want to talk about is my man, Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek said he had stage four pancreatic cancer. And I was like, damn, because I remember Alex Trebek because I used to watch Jeopardy. I watched Jeopardy when I was a kid, and that was crazy because no kids watched Jeopardy. I watched Jeopardy because I wanted to be smart. I really did. I wanted to be real smart. So I watched Jeopardy, and I took, you know, I tried to take it in and learn as much as I can. I tried to go back to school and be smart, tell the other kids shit they ain't know, and they act like I knew it, but I ain't know the shit. I heard you on Jeopardy. It was a question that was answered. It was asked a question, and I heard you on Jeopardy, and I thought I was smart, and I went to school, and I was being smart. And then, you know what happened, though? I thought maybe one day I could get on Jeopardy. But you know what happened? I got older, and when you get older, you start, you know, you know, I still smart. I'm educated. You know, I do my podcast. I write my books. I do a, a job, um, a power driving job where you got to think on your feet. A lot of times you got to know what's going on. You kind of got to be a little bit smart to do it. We got some nitwits out there, but you got to be smart to do it. And I, and I consider myself very, very intelligent and very educated, but you know, some dumb shit took over. Like I started liking girls. I started liking drugs. Started liking alcohol. Started liking the streets. Started liking a lot of dumb shit that took me out of my dream of going to Jeopardy. But I really like Jeopardy. And then I know I know people get old and die. But when people get old, you say, okay, Alex Trebek retired. Or when people get old, you say, okay, Alex Trebek died. But when people get stage four pancreatic cancer, oh no, not my man Alex. And then in August. Or something like that. They he came back to Jeopardy and it was like Alex is back, his numbers are good. And then in September they're like, No, no, Alex might have to go back to chemo and all this and all that. So I'm just hoping that Alex Trebek can survive it, even though I heard stage four pancreatic cancer and only has like a a 10% survival rate. So I'm like, damn, damn, my man Trebek is gonna go down. But um as far as I know right now, he's still kicking, and I was just sad about that. And I was like, this is Jeopardy! And I'm like, man, I can't hear that word, them words without my man Alex on here. It's just, it's just, it is what it is. And so I wish Alex Trebek the best, but that was just, that was a sad thing. And that's a segue right to another sad thing. Luke Perry, my man Dylan. My man Dylan just going to go out like that. He was only like 51, 52 years old. And he goes out, massive stroke or something. And I'm like, damn, yo, Dylan was my man's in them. I remember him on the 2-0. What I didn't like about Dylan was he act like that that decision between Brenda and Kelly was a horror. One. It's like, Brenda or Kelly? Like, are you kidding me? Brenda was a B-I-T-C-H, and she wasn't even that cute. Like, Kelly had her beat hands down. And I was just like, Dylan, why are you making it so hard? Why you can't choose? Leave Brenda ass alone. Get with Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. But you know what? It's cool. And then I saw him. I don't like him. I mean, I don't, I mean, not, I don't like him. I don't know him. But I don't like the show. Like, I like Dylan, but I didn't like the show. Uh, what's that show he was on? It's a show, Riverdale. I don't watch Riverdale. I don't really like the show, but he was on the Riverdale show. He was still working. He was about to be a part of the 90210 reboot thing or whatever they did, that, that reboot show, but he died. Passed away. And I like that the, um, 
that uh, what's that show? Riverdale did a um, did it like a tribute show to him, and the nine hundred two and old people did a tribute thing to him. But it was like, damn, Luke Perry, yo, like passed away. That was like, that was sad, yo. That was a that was a buster for me, and so that's why that made my list of the top stories because, you know, I knew him as Dylan. I liked Dylan, and I was sad about the situation. Now the next story: Surviving R. Kelly. Now I want, you know what? As a man, I didn't watch that shit. I watched some of it, but then I had to turn that shit off because I can't fathom. I can't fathom this man being able to do the shit that these people are saying he's doing and these parents and everybody that's involved being able to like, this man been rocking out and doing this shit for 25 years? Like, are you serious? 25 years this man been rocking and doing this shit with these young joints and these bitches and doing all this shit with these women and all this and all that and the parents and everything. It just was so, like, even when I started watching it, it was just so fucking messy. And I'm like, Surviving R. Kelly. And I'm like, listen, man, I was thinking about my daughters and I'm like, oh, that show should be called Surviving Tyrone. Because if R. Kelly would have did any of that shit to one of my kids, it would have been Surviving Tyrone. And trust me, there would have been no survivors. I don't care. I would have had to go get my daughters and I would have killed everybody else. R. Kelly, all the bitches, his brother, wife, anybody in that house, anybody involved, the dogs, the cats, the mice, anything, roaches. I would have been stomping roaches out. I'd have killed, yo, yo, there would have been no surviving. It would have been death. It would have been death, R. Kelly. Fucking with my kids, death, and I, yo, I'll tell anybody who listen. You, I mean, you might have heard this one of my old podcasts. I already got my um, defense. I already got my defense. It's going to be temporary insanity. If I ever catch a nigga doing anything to my daughters like that, anything to my daughters that they didn't want, any sexual shit, peeing on them, shitting on them, any kind of shit like that, and I know about it and I catch this motherfucker, it's going to be temporary insanity. When the police come in, I'm going to be doing some shit to his dead body that people don't do. I'm going to be like mutilating him, taking his eyeballs out, licking his eyeball. I'm going to be doing some crazy shit. They're gonna put me in the, they not gonna put me in prison. They're gonna put me in the mental hospital. I'm gonna be in there for six months. I'm gonna get better. I'm gonna talk to my psychiatrist. I'm gonna get better. I'm gonna be in jail for six months to a year. And I'm gonna get out. And, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell my story on the news and on social media and on everything else. And I'm gonna get rich. So I went, you know what? All right, when you get out, come holler at me, bro. Because you're dead. You're gonna be dead. Because I'm not playing around. <laughs> I'm not playing around. It won't be, like I said, if, if R. Kelly did some shit like that to one of my daughters, it would be did not survive. R. Kelly did not survive. That's what they would call the show. R. Kelly did not survive. I mean, he's got so much aggravated sexual abuse. And then he and then he don't and then he gets a detainer for not paying his child support. It's just like, damn. Damn. And then you got people, um, Pulling their music, Lady Gaga, Chance the Rapper, pulling their music from them. Then you got the mute R. Kelly movement. And then it's like, man, and it's so sad because R, man, R put out some music. R did some shit, yo. R was the man. But then at the same time, like, we went up front like he wasn't 27 years old when he married Aaliyah. She was like 15, he was like 27. You know, I'm not saying that the age difference is a big problem. Like, if she was. You know, it's a big age difference, but, you know, if you're adults, you're adults. But a 15-year-old child and a 27-year-old man don't work. 
It just that just and we knew that from the jump. So we knew something was off from jump. Something was wrong with off from jump. You twenty seven. You can't marry no fifteen year old girl. That's that's already something wrong with you. So we knew this. We wanted to sit back in front and act like we didn't know, but we knew what R was about. We knew R was a pervert. So when we saw the videos and we heard the sexual allegations and we heard all of this shit, come on, man, we fronted, we hit it, we loved this music. We ain't see nothing wrong with bumping and grinding in there. Look at this shit. But I ain't listen. I ain't watch Surviving R. Kelly. I watch some of turn that shit off. I can't watch it. And then now they got Surviving R. Kelly the Reckoning, and I'm like, he would have had his Reckoning. The Reckoning would have been life. It, they wouldn't have had no part two. They got it, this is a series. They got a lot of parts of it. They wouldn't have had no parts. They would have been like R. Kelly fuck with Tyrone's daughter. Tyrone came in, killed him, licked his eyeballs, went to the middle ward. The end. The end, R. Kelly. Maybe they would have been like Tyrone wrote a song about it. You like to hear it? Here we go. I had to kill R. Kelly. He was fucking with one of my kids. Ah. You know what I mean? That's that's. That would be it. That would be the story. But that was big. That was a big story. Survivor R. Kelly and everybody was into it. It wasn't that big for me because, I, like I said, I couldn't listen to it. But that was a story that everybody was into. People was talking about it. And, it, huh. and it's back on now. It just came back on now. But um, I ain't into it. So now let's talk about this. Um, Oh, let's talk about your boy, Jussie. Jussie Smollett. Let's talk about him. So, Jussie said he was the victim of a hate crime. He said he was attacked by two men um, in the middle of the night. And then the police was like, yo, man, this shit don't sound right. What this fool was saying don't sound right. So then um, so then he got arrested. He got arrested for, um, like, faking it. Like, you know, like, staging an attack. Faking it and saying that, like, they start saying, like, he paid these guys to attack him. And, um... And, like, the whole thing was fake. And then, you know, he got all of his cases dropped. But it was like, how he get his cases dropped when this was like, he said he was attacked. And then the funny thing was that um, they did a lot of police work. And he said it was a racial and homophobic attack and all this stuff. And it was like, um, damn, yo, like, why did you do that? Why did you even do that? And I don't know. It's just crazy. And the two people, he said he paid these guys. And it's just crazy. It's just crazy. But they saying his attack was a fake. And then they said, um, you know, he's not coming back to Empire. And it, I think he crippled the whole show. Because Empire was rocking and rolling. I mean, I ain't really like Empire that much. Like I said, I watch things with my lady. Y'all know me. I say that all the time. I watch shows with Britney because Britney likes to watch certain shit. So I watched Empire because Britney likes to watch Empire. But it's like Empire is going off now. It's like this is the final season of Empire. They got to end it. And I think they had to end it because like like Jussie's character, Jamal, he was a big character. And now that he can't be back on the show and they have to explain him away and they have to do things. I think it was just becoming too much. And I think people didn't like. The audience kind of like went away. They was like, damn, Justin, you know, they loved him. And then they can't love him no more and they can't watch him on the show. And I think that it was just like Lee Daniels. I don't think he wanted to deal with the whole backlash of the situation. So I think that, I think this kid fucking crippled the show. And I feel sorry because I liked his sister. I saw his sister on um, Ease Bayou and I saw his sister. I know she used to be on the Cosby show. And, um, oh, and then she was on True Blood for a little while. So I like Journey. And he actually had her, like, in a campaign with him, like, a Stop the Hate or, you know, some kind of campaign with him. And it's like, damn, you involved your sister and here it is. She was lying. 
and your sister came to bat for you, and Journey came to bat for you, and you, and you, it's a hope. So I don't like the ball. I mean, I don't like the ball. I don't like the way he moved. I don't like the way that shit was set up. But that was a big story because it was like, damn, did he really fake that shit? Like, did he really make this shit up? Like, I, I just didn't like that at all. And um, on another sad story, you know, Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle was killed in broad daylight, you know, in broad daylight outside of his uh his clothing store in Los Angeles. Like, that was crazy that um he just got killed like that. You know what I mean? And Nipsey was doing a lot of good things and he was um he was like a good dude, you know, a good dude in the community, a good rapper. He was um he was doing his thing. And so for him to just be killed like that and then, you know, um he was uh, dating Lauren in London, and they had a son together, and everything was going good for him, and it just, man, it's just sad, and he had a, uh, what he had, he had a son, but um, Lauren London, and I think he had an older daughter, too, that um had to go with his family, but it's just sad, it's sad to see a man that's actually doing right getting killed, a black man that's actually doing right, that's not in the streets, that's like trying to you know, doing stuff for his community and, and being a, a, a good at his craft and all this and all that and, and to be killed and leave kids behind, man, that, that was sad. And so Nipsey Hussle being murdered was like a, a big, sad story for the year. And um, I don't like to talk about those kind of stories, but that's the kind of stories I like to talk about. And then, um, you know, Bradley Cooper breaking up with his girlfriend and Lady Gaga breaking up with her boyfriend and getting an engagement off. That's not big stories to me. It's not big stories to me. The only reason why I'm bringing it up is because it's that same dynamic. It's that same dynamic that's supposedly happened with Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. They did a movie together and then all of a sudden he don't like Jennifer Anderson no more. He wants to fuck Angelina and all of a sudden. And that, that dynamic to me is crazy. That dynamic to me is crazy because you, when you're an actor and you have to do movies and you have to do sex scenes with other women and stuff like that, and you want your wife or your sitting figure ever to not be nervous. Honey, this is the job. Honey, this is the paycheck. Honey, this is a sex scene. But now you see shit like this, and now it's like, can can Will do a sex scene? Can Will be in a movie and do a sex scene without Jada being like, yo, buddy, buddy. You know what I mean? Can Beyonce do a sex scene in a movie now without Jay-Z looking at it? Jay-Z ain't getting no movies. He's ugly. They're not going to put Jay-Z in a movie, so I ain't going to reverse it. But can Beyonce do it? Can Beyonce be in a movie? Can Beyonce be in another movie with Idris again like there was in that one movie? And then she got to fuck him in the scenes. Jay-Z going to be like, no, no, this bitch going to, Idris going to take her. She going, I'm going to lose her to him. You know what I mean? Because now that's what it seems like. It seems like if you fuck with somebody in a movie and the movie's good and they make y'all intimate and real close in the movie and loving in the movie, that you just going to fall in love with them in real life? I don't know. It's weird to me. So I just thought it was weird that Bradley Cooper and her do that movie and then all of a sudden Bradley Cooper is breaking off his engagement. She breaking off her engagement. And then and they going to be a couple or whatever. And you saw what happened to Brad and Angelina with Brad and Angelina. And I'm just like, this shit's scary. It's scary. But I'll tell you what. If uh, they offer me a deal right now to be an actor, I'm going to make that movie and I'm going to kiss whoever they tell me to kiss. And I ain't going to leave my girl for them, but I'm going to kiss them. I'm going to have to tell them, like, look, you're going to have to trust them on this, baby, baby. We need that money. But I just, I don't care about the story. I just thought that, um, I just had that opinion on it. And that's all that I want to say about that because uh, I don't really care about it. Um, and then Kevin Spacey. 
that whole thing with Kevin Spacey is so weird. I don't like Kevin Spacey anyway. I think he was a good actor. I liked American Beauty. I liked, um, what is that, that movie? Uh, the Kaiser Soze movie. I can't, oh, The Usual Suspects. I like The Usual Suspects. I liked American Beauty, but I liked um, Baby Driver, but Kevin Spacey always seemed creepy to me. He always seemed like a creep, and in American Beauty, they made him a creep, and that just made it worse. Like, you was a creep in American Beauty. You look creepy. You talk creepy. You act creepy, and I think you creepy in real life, and now people saying all these elections sex stuff against you and then you made that video about how the truth's going to come out on it like dude just um for real, for real with all the me too stuff and all the sexual assault stuff and all the shit that's going on and man, dude and surviving r kelly dude i don't know kevin you made a lot of money in your career dude you got enough money to just go away I think you got enough money to just go away so kevin spacey like, just go away man nobody Ain't checking for you anyway. I don't know who's going to give you another movie or anything. So please, um, just, you know what? Just go away. Just go away. And we'll just, um, we'll see you around. <sighs> and then, uh, John Singleton. John Singleton died. He was only 51 years old. He had a stroke. And, um. The people in Hollywood, you know, they was like, damn, you know, he made Boys in the Hood. He made Poetic Justice. And um, everybody was just sad about it. Regina King said some stuff. Samuel Jackson, Angela Bassett. You know, a lot of the people were saying, you know, that this was sad. And it was sad. It's like John Singleton at 51. You don't expect nobody to go at 51. You know what I mean? Um, and having a stroke and all that, it's just it's just crazy. So that was a sad thing that happened. And I was just like, damn, you know, I, I, I enjoy Boys in the Hood. I, I didn't care for Poetic Justice too much, but Boys in the Hood was like a classic. It was like the beginning of the, you know, the, the West Coast movies and all of that stuff. So, um, yeah, I was like, man, that was that was a hurt piece. That was a big time hurt piece. And now that I look at this, now that I'm thinking about like 2019, some people died, man. And that's not the these is famous people like like famous people that died, you know, Luke Perry dying and, and John Singleton dying and, and even Alex Rebecca getting the pancreatic cancer. Like this is you know, 2019's turned out it was pretty sad. Nipsey Hustle, 2019 was pretty sad. Not to mention all the people on the street, the people that wasn't famous that died. A lot of people passed away in 2019. And I'm just looking at it like, wow, you know? And then uh what else happened? Oh, Cuba Gooding, man. Cuba Gooding Jr. You know, he's another one who you like seeing the movies and you like him. You know, I saw him in Men of Honor. I'm like, he's a man of honor. You know, you see a man of honor, you're like, oh, he's a man of honor. Because he, you think he's a man of honor. He's a funny guy. cool on the movies and all that. You think, okay, Cuba's all right. Cuba's all right. And then it's like, um, all these uh, sexual allegations. Forcible touching, sexual abuse in the third degree, um, groping breath, groping ass. He groped a waitress ass. Um, some other women said he was handsy with him. Waitress said he grabbed her ass. You know what I mean? There was a lot of stuff going on. He was forcible touching. He was sexually like, come on, man. 22, like 22, 23 women said that this man was like doing some sexual shit to him, groping him and just like doing, like, just doing whatever he want to do. I'm like, damn, Cuba, I thought you was, like, cool, too. Like, you find out a lot about people. Like, their acting personas and who they are on TV is not who they are. Cuba just seemed like a cool dude. I never expected him to do nothing like this. He don't even look. He not like Kevin Spacey, who seemed creepy. Cuba don't seem creepy to me. 
But he out here grabbing titties and ass, though. I mean, like, <laughs> like yo, like, what do these people get the balls though? For real, like, I guess because you, when you rich and you've been used to doing whatever the fuck you want, you think you can do whatever the fuck you want. But it's like with this Me Too movement, man, you can't even look at a bitch. Like, don't even look at women. Like, if you're a man in the industry, you famous, you rich, you got money, you just walk around and be like Bird Box. And walk around with your blindfold on. You can't look. You can't look. You can't look. Just walk around with your blindfold on. Only take it off when you're doing movies. Because you look at a woman too hard right now. You got money and you a grown man. She going to be like, Me Too. Me Too. And I'm not making fun of the Me Too movement. I know it's a serious thing. I'm not making fun of it. I'm just saying, like, with the Me Too movement now, these men, you got to be careful. You got to be careful what you say to these women. You got to be careful what you do to them. But Cuba, though, out of pocket. And then, um, what else? Okay, uh, oh, man, um, Beth. It was Beth, right? Beth from, um, Beth Chapman. It was Beth Chapman, Dog the Bounty Hunter's wife. I used to watch Dog the Bounty Hunter. And I liked her. And um and that was sad. That was sad when she um when she died. And uh they saying she didn't have a heart attack, she had some kind of like heart situation. And that's what it was. He had uh she had some kind of heart situation or something. Um or what? No, 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 no. He had a heart situation. He went to the hospital after she died, and they said that he had some kind of heart situation, that he almost died. But he was saying that he uh, he he had a broken heart. But she died. I think she had, what she had? She, oh, she had um, two cancers, matter of fact. They said she had throat cancer, and then she got stage four lung cancer after the throat cancer. You know what I mean? So it was like, damn, like she had like a double bubble of cancer, not a bubble. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like she had throat cancer and then she had stage four lung cancer. She was not going to survive. And then dog had to go to the hospital. I thought that they said he had a heart attack, but it was some kind of, they said it wasn't a heart attack. It was just some kind of heart situation. So that was another thing that was bad. And um, what else? Oh, man, my boy, Matt Lauer. My boy, Matt Lauer. He got all kinds of sexual misconduct against him, and then he actually got charged with rape. With rape. And I was just like, damn, Matt Lauer, like, can rape somebody? I can rape somebody? And I was just like, yo, like, I don't think Matt Lauer could rape someone, but Matt Lauer was another one when he was on the shows. And he was like, cool, like, like a cool dude, like funny sitting up there with holding them, like Matt Lauer though, Matt Lauer like inappropriate sexual behavior, touching people in the workplace, raping somebody you know what I mean this guy said that he raped her, this girl said he raped her in a hotel room when they was doing the Olympics, some girl uh, what was her name, what was her name I think her name was uh Brooke Brooke or something said that he was she was raped, raped in a hotel room, and then his wife he was married for twenty years, like over twenty years to this woman. She had to she had to divorce him, but you gotta divorce him. You gotta divorce that man. He didn't stay with him, and he not only like accused of cheating on you, but he's accused of like raping somebody, and then you got kids, and you man shit. 
Like, um, just man, an hour or two. Like, this is what I'm saying. All of these stories about these people that's doing these bad things are stories. Not R. Kelly. Fuck R. Kelly. But the other ones, like Matt Lauer, Lori Lauer, needs the stories about Cuba Good, needs the stories that we thought was like about good people. We thought these was good people, and they is not. They shit, shit. When I heard it was Matt Lauer, I was just like, oh my fuck, like oh my god, like oh my god. You know what I mean? And so that's crazy. Um. What's another story? What's another story? Let me think. I'm just thinking for a minute. Oh, uh, ASAP Rocky. Now, I don't care about ASAP Rocky. No lie. I don't care about ASAP Rocky. I don't listen to his music. I don't know much about him or nothing like that. I just know that um he got he was in Sweden or something, and he got charged with assault. The only reason why I really know about this story is because Donald Trump, uh said something. Donald Trump was like, either he said something about like trying to get him out or free ASAP Rocky or something like that. Donald Trump got involved and it was funny to me. I'm like, why is Donald Trump trying to talk about freeing ASAP Rocky? But yeah, he was in um Sweden and he got convicted of like assaulting somebody in a street fight or something. And um, they were going to fucking, like they kept him over there. They kept him over there and I thought that was funny. I thought that was funny that, you know, ASAP Rocky got arrested in tweet and, and that the president of the United States, Donald Trump, was like <laughs> tweeting or saying some shit about getting him out. And that's just so funny to me because it's like, this dude ain't even, like, for real, I don't, he's nobody. To me, he's nobody. You know, I, don't, I don't even know what he's saying. I can't even tell you what ASAP Rocky's song, for real. I can't even tell you what ASAP Rocky's song. So, um, yeah, I thought that was funny, too, so I was laughing about that. So I thought that story was kind of funny, so that's why I started to incorporate that story. It's just because it was like, if that Rocky beat somebody up in sweet and he got arrested, and it, yeah, I just thought it was funny. And I just was interested in that story for like two, like literally like two fucking seconds. So now um, I'm going to go to a little bit of a commercial break because, like I said, I got to pay these bills, and I'm going to go to a commercial, and then I'm going to come back with some more entertainment stories, and then I'm going to get into sports, and then, like I said, I may do the top movies. I might even save the movie. You know what? I might save the top movies for a different podcast, like the top movies of 2019. I might save them for a different podcast episode. That's what I'm thinking because if I do the top movies of 2019, I'm going to have to describe the movies and go into detail, and it might take long. I don't know. Matter of fact, I do know I'm not going to do that. That's going to be another episode. Why waste another whole podcast? So the top movies is going to be a whole another podcast episode. And so I'm going to see you after this commercial break. We'll be right back. Will. Like I'm on TV. So like, oh, like that's crazy. I said, we'll be right back. Like I got a group of people with me. I ain't got no special guests. I ain't got nobody helping me or hosting with me. So ain't no we'll be right back. I'll be right back. After these messages, I'll be right back. Okay, um, welcome back, and I, um, this is uh, the first episode of the second season, and like I said, I was doing the top entertainment stories of 2019, like I said, these are my top entertainment stories. They're not your top entertainment stories, so if you know that a rapper did something, or somebody did something, or you want to chime in, just message me, like I said, and we might, I might say something about your story if I think it's good enough, but these are my top stories, and um, we did what? Uh, Luke Perry died, Nipsey Hussle died, you know, Alex Trebek got cancer, we did something about Roy Laughlin, um, I teased a little bit about the ASAP Rocky thing, I don't really care about it, but it was like funny because Trump got involved, like I said, and um, I did a couple of other stories, and now I'm just going to continue on. Uh, Peter Fonda died, now I 
I know, I don't really care about Peter Fonda, but, you know, I don't know him that much, but I know, I just know he was Jane Fonda's brother. He was, like, 79 years old, and, um, and he died. And so, you know, he was old enough to have lived a good life and all that. So I'm not going to get into it. I just know he was Jane Fonda's brother, and it was kind of sad that he died. And, you know, like I said, a lot of people died in 2019, and so that was kind of sad. Um, what else? Oh, Kevin Hart got into that car incident. Broke his back. I thought that was a. I thought that was a big story because he really, really, really had like spinal fractures and spinal surgery and all that, and he had to go to rehab and physical therapy and all that stuff. But um, but it ended up not being that that big of a story. I mean, I thought it was a big story. I thought some kind of scandal was going to come out because he was with like this trainer girl and his driver, and it was weird. And I thought it was going to be some kind of scandal. I thought it was going to end up a way bigger story than it was. I thought that he was going to be in a wheelchair for a while. Maybe they were going to be like, he can never walk again. Like he was paralyzed or something. And come to find out, he had back surgery. And basically, like, he's good to go. So that story turned out to be a lot smaller than I thought it was going to be. But I guess it is worth um, mentioning it. It is worth, like, saying that it happened. Um, Situation went to jail. Situation from... uh. The Jersey Shore or whatever. Yeah, it was called Jersey Shore. He went to jail. I don't know. That's. I mean, I used to watch Jersey Shore a little bit. I know the characters. I know the people in there or whatever. Snooky and all them. I know about them, but I don't think that was a big enough story. Um, Nicki Minaj. What she do? Nicki Minaj was in the story. She said she was gonna get married to that uh, to that rapper boy, or they did get married, or they supposed to get married. I don't know. I don't care about Nicki Minaj. I just heard that she got married or was getting married or whatever. Um, and, um, oh, uh, Alex, I mean, not Alex Trebek, um, what's his name? What's the guy's name? Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin's wife had, like, a, um, a miscarriage or something, and, uh, I just don't like that. You know, when people are trying to have babies and stuff like that, I don't. You know, Alec Baldwin's been up and down. He's went through some stuff, but he's had a decent career. He's one of the Baldwin brothers that we do know, that we do kind of care about. And so it was kind of sad when I heard that his wife uh, suffered a miscarriage and didn't have a baby. But they got four kids together, and, and I think that they cool. And I don't think that, um, I don't really think that Alec Baldwin old ass should be having any more babies anyway. I really don't, but it was just still, I don't know. I like Alec Baldwin, so I still feel sad that, um, that he, whatchamacallit, that his wife had a miscarriage. So that's most of the entertainment stories that I want to get into. I really want to talk about some sports stories right now, 2019 sports stories. So let me go. Um, The whole uh, Kevin Durant situation, that was a big, big sports story because um, Kevin Durant got injured. Um. And he was injured for the playoffs, and Golden State kept moseying on along, and then they got to the finals, and then Klay Thompson couldn't come out, and Klay Thompson was injured, and then Kevin Durant tried to come back, and he got hurt, and then and then Toronto won, and I didn't, I didn't like that Toronto won the championship. That's, that was not a big story for me. Um, I didn't like that at all. I didn't like that, you know, that I, I still call Toronto Raptors the paper chance. They beat Golden State without, without Klay Thompson, without Kevin Durant. I just, you know, I just didn't think that was good. And then after Kevin Durant 
like leaves Golden State in the free agency and he goes to the Nets and all that. Then we hear all this stuff about that they might not have handled his injury right. And then Andre Iguodala came running his mouth and talking about how they didn't handle his injury right and how, you know, a lot of funny stuff went on in their organization and all this and all that. I just, you know, that was a big story for me. That was like, damn, yo, like Golden State's losing Kevin Durant. They might lose Kay Thompson most of the season. Andre Iguodala saying they don't injure anything handle injuries properly and he had to go uh the carmelo anthony situation was a big story in 2019 like carmelo was out of the nba carmelo anthony did not have an nba team he was not in the league that was a big story for me that was like um that was some crazy shit for real i was just like damn for carmelo anthony to have soured you know people on him that bad that he couldn't even play in the league was like it was kind of a big story. And then it was kind of sad, too. It was like Carmelo deserves playing the league. And if you listen to my I'm Sorry podcast, I talk all about it. I get into great detail about uh, Carmelo Anthony's career and how I feel about it. So you should go back and listen to my I'm Sorry podcast from episode from season one. And you can get more details on my whole Carmelo Anthony thing. Um, What else happened? What else happened? Uh, oh, the Super Bowl. It was the 2018-19 season. Um... And the Super Bowl happened, and um, it was not a good Super Bowl, you know? And the story precedes that because of the whole situation with what the Rams did to the Saints and how now. So, so the Rams did that to the Saints in 2018 in the playoffs. And so in 2019, or did it happen in 2019? I'm not sure. It might have happened in 2019, but it was in the playoffs when the Saints got that bad call. And, um... Didn't get that call. They didn't actually get that pass interference call. And that was a big thing. And that became a big deal. The Rams went to Super Bowl. That was the worst Super Bowl ever. I don't care if nobody say. I don't care if you like defense. I don't care if you saying, you know, oh, if you're bored, don't watch. I know the, uh, Trey Wingo was all like, if you're bored, don't watch it. Don't say this is the most boring Super Bowl. You're so boring. You don't turn off no one. It still was boring. I'm not going to turn the Super Bowl off because you hope it gets better. But you, you want to see who wins. But come on, man, that Super Bowl was boring as shit. It was sad, and the Rams didn't even was supposed to be there because of whatever they saying that happened with the Saints. I don't agree with that. I think the Saints had an opportunity to win that game after the fact, but to each his own. But the Saints got burnt, and that situation was so bad and so important because it made for um some funny shit when it made for rule changes. They actually changed the rule now that you can challenge the pass interference stuff. That didn't go over too well. It didn't work out too good. That rule change was stupid, and the, and the use of it was dumb. But it actually did happen. They actually did have to go in and change the rules about um about pass interference. That if it was called, you can review it. I don't even understand it for real. Like, okay, if they don't call it, you can review it. If they call it, you can. I don't know. It's confusing and it's stupid, but it came from that whole situation. And like I said, the Super Bowl was so corny. The other story, I think, is like Tom Brady. Like Tom Brady didn't look like Tom Brady this year. And all these people were talking about how Tom Brady can elevate. You know, he did more with less and all this and all that. And now this year, he's not doing more with less. And nobody's not saying that. Everybody's saying, oh, Tom Brady don't have nothing. There's nobody on the team. Tom Brady don't have no help. But all them years, y'all were saying he was doing more with less. So now if Tom Brady cannot continue to do more with less, doesn't that mean he's diminishing? That means he's diminishing. Also, what I think is a big story is Lamar Jackson. You know, it's not over yet. It's not over yet with him. Because the Super Bowl is still coming up, playoffs are still happening. But Lamar Jackson's NFL season is a big story from 2019. I didn't expect that. Nobody didn't expect that. 36 touchdowns, all in rushing yards. Nobody did not expect that. You know what I'm saying? So 
that was a big, um, that's a big story. Andrew Luck retired. Andrew Luck retired was probably the, my biggest sports story of the year. It's like, damn, yo, Andrew Luck had so much promise. Andrew Luck was the promise man. Andrew Luck was everything that he was supposed to be, bro, and all the injuries and, and, and the mental stuff. And Andrew Luck retired. That was sad. That was sad for him. That was sad for me. He ruined my Super Bowl picks. He ruined my well, my Super Bowl picks would have been ruined anyway because I picked the Colts and the Saints. But Andrew Luck ruined my shit from the door. It was like before the season even started, my picks were out of here. Andrew Luck ruined my NFL playoff Super Bowl picks. But that's but that's not the here nor there. The here nor there is that I don't know it's hard to feel sorry for these NFL players because they make so much money and they get so many big deals. But I feel bad for Andrew Luck, a man that's in the prime of his career and the prime of his life and doing great and living up to all the hype and doing everything he's supposed to be doing. And also, by the way, being a good citizen, too. Like, I never heard about Andrew Luck getting in no trouble. He's a good citizen, good teammate and everything. And um, he was forced to retire due to injury. And that's what I'm saying. Football is a brutal sport, man. It does tear your body up. It tears you up. And, and he was going through, like, he said he was going through, like, mental problems, like depression. Over not being able to be out there and play and not being able to be out there and help his team. That's crazy, yo. That's crazy. And I was just hoping that, you know, he was just going to take this year off and get healthy. And maybe, maybe I'm hoping and praying that next season Andrew Luck comes out of retirement and comes back to play. I'm hoping that he just wanted to take this year off, retire, take this year off and maybe clear his mind. Maybe he'll come back to play or or or, or come be a commentator or coach. Do something because he this kid needs to be around football to me. That's how I feel, and I and so it was sad when Andrew Luck retired. I was like, "Damn, yo, damn!" And then I uh, went on some big stories. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Now, in my NFL podcast, I think I brought this guy up. I think I brought up about him. Um, I mean, my NFL episode. I keep calling my episodes podcasts. They're not podcasts. The podcast is the list for podcasts. Everything else is the episode. I keep calling them podcasts, but in my NFL episode, I talked about Antonio Brown a little bit before the season, how he um got his foot in that chamber thing, fucked this, you know, the frostbite and Mr. Big Checks and all of that shit. He was doing all those antics to frostbite and he didn't want to wear the helmet and all that shit. I talked about all that, but then this man gets, a, you know, he gets on the New England Patriots, a team that has a legit shot at the Super Bowl, a team that has a legit shot at being a contender. You got a chance to play for Bill Belichick and play with Tom Brady. You got that opportunity. And then you turn around and fuck it up. You turn around and fuck it up. And everybody's trying to talk about, oh, that's not fair. He got fired based on allegations and this and that. And other. No, 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 nigga, no. No. Okay? The girl alleged that he did whatever he did. Okay? That was an allegation. And then he sends her text messages after the fact. And she's got these text messages where he's on the text messages kind of like admitting that he did things to her. And I'm like, wow. You did this shit. She put a claim in that you did this shit. You're on text messages admitting that you did this shit to her. And nobody's going to say nothing. The NFL's doing their investigation. In the meantime, you're working for the Patriots. In the meantime, you sign with the Patriots. In the meantime, you're playing a game for the Patriots. And then you play for the Patriots. And everything's cool. Nobody in the NFL is still investigating. And meanwhile, you're playing for the New England Patriots, making your money. And then somebody else makes an allegation against you. And what do you You, you, you. You text message. I had to take a second. I had to pause on that for a second. You text message her 
and and threaten her? You text message her and you actually say some threatening shit? Like, threaten her or you had people threaten her, you had somebody text message her, threaten her or whatever you did that you didn't have to do. You should have just kept on playing football, kept your mouth shut, let the NFL investigate. You want to still continue to do stuff? You want to still continue to say shit? And then not only that, after you do that, you go back and fucking, like, talk some more shit about the NFL, talk about how you you might not never play in the NFL again, you don't need them, and all of this crazy shit. Like, bro, I don't understand. All you had to do was be quiet, catch some footballs, and make millions and millions of dollars. Or at least be quiet, catch some footballs, and make millions of dollars until, until they catch you. Until the NFL actually do bust your ass, but no, you just can't stop, won't stop. And then you can't play, won't play. How you feel about that? You can't stop, won't stop, and then you can't play, won't play. And you had a perfect season to get it done because Brady needed you. And even if Brady didn't need you, you know the Eagles needed you. A lot of teams needed you. These teams out here had so many drop passes. The Cowboys, the Eagles, so many teams had so many receivers that was just dropping passes. This was the year of the drops. The year of the drops. So had you just been quiet, bro, you would be playing right now. Had you just been quiet, you might be on one of these playoff teams. You might be on your way to a Super Bowl championship, and yet it's still your home talking shit. Like, bro, like um, like Antonio Brown really, 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 a hundred thousand really played himself. Played himself, yo. And I don't even I'm disgusted just even mentioning him. <clears throat> what other sports do it? Oh, Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham, like, I don't know. Like, leave this kid alone. I don't know why they messing with this kid. Now, you want to put him in the limelight because he wore a watch, and a watch was against the dress code or something. Like, okay, man, listen. If this kid wants to wear his $30,000 or whatever, how much, yeah, or a million dollar watch or whatever, he wants to wear it on a football field, and he wants to get it broke, or he wants to, like, show it off, or it's a, produ- it's a promotional thing, whatever he's doing, I don't care. I don't care. Leave that boy alone. Y'all keep messing with that man. But I mean, you know, like he's got problems and we know he got problems, but don't keep putting his problems out there. Okay, he wore a watch. He fuck. Look, it's his watch. If he wanted to get it broke out there, he could get it broke out there. He ain't wear it for no cheating purposes. He probably wore it like they said for a promotion to show off. Leave him alone. Let him wear his watch. You know what I think is another big story in sports that nobody ain't talking about? Ryan Tannehill. Where did that come from? You know what I mean? I didn't. I ain't think nothing to Ryan Tannehill. When Mariota got benched for Tannehill, I thought it was stupid. I was like, man, you gonna bench Mariota? Like, okay, Mariota ain't playing good. He ain't looking good. Who cares about him? But you gonna bench him and you gonna bring in Ryan Tannehill? Like, who the fuck is Ryan Tannehill? And then I'm like, whoa, look at Ryan Tannehill. Look at him. He's doing his thing. He's getting the bag. Ryan Tannehill is securing himself a bag probably for next year. And um, I thought that was cool. I was like, go ahead, Ryan, get your money, but. I ain't like it at first. I was just like, man, I know Mariota ain't great. <clears throat> but Tannehill's like, nah. No, nah, that's crazy. But it is what it is. Um, what else is the big story? The Dallas Cowboys is a big story. Dallas Cowboys going eight and eight and missing the playoffs is like a big, big, big deal. Okay, because I don't care what you say. They was trying to pay Dak. They was trying to pay Cooper. They came back. They paid Ezekiel Elliott. And Dallas was like, was supposed to win like 13 games this year, to be honest. Dallas was supposed to be like that team to beat. Dallas was supposed to be a Super Bowl contending team. Dallas was supposed to be up there and in the mix. And they 
It's not in the mix. They was not in the mix at all. So that was a big story for me in sports. It's like, whoa, look at that. It's not in the mix. You know, um, what's the other big story? The other big story for me is, like, if you listen to my NBA uh, episode, then you know this is big for me because I was wrong. I, I wasn't wrong about the Lakers because it's AD. LeBron's already missed a couple of games. He's already been out with a groin thing or whatever. AD is about to miss some games. He hurt his butt and his back, whatever like that. But, but. I'm saying the story is that look how fast they messed. I didn't think that they was going to mess. They was the best team in the NBA. The Lakers was the best team in the NBA. Quick, too. I didn't think that Anthony Davis and LeBron James was going to mess that quick. And then when Kuzma was out, I was like, oh, they're not going to do nothing. And look at them. Look at them being the best team in the league. You know? So I thought that was crazy. That was a crazy story. And they, and, um, now it's kind of getting even more crazy because AD just, I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know if he's going to opt in or opt out, but that's kind of weird. And then um, the other crazy thing is Golden State. I thought the Golden State Warriors would be decent enough to, like, hang in there. I thought the Golden State Warriors would be decent enough to, like, at least, you know, squeak by until Clay Thompson came back and squeak by to get in the playoffs. But then Steph Curry gets injured. Clay Thompson already been out in Golden State. It's like the worst team in the league. Like, Golden State is like the team you go in to beat up on. Like, it's crazy how the times change. It's crazy how the shit flips around. Golden State has no chance that, I mean, shit. Are they even going to win 25 games this year? Like, Golden State, terrible. And it just goes to show you how important people are. It just goes to show you how important Clay is, how important stuff is, that you can go from a team that was always in the championship, a team that always had a chance of winning, a team that had not had been for injuries probably would have swept the finals last year. And now you go from that to being like a team that, you know, is going to be um, looking for some lottery picks. Golden State is going to be a lottery team. And I even said it on my NBA episode that they was going to be a team that still had a chance at winning the championship this year. And then it's crazy, the Clippers, that team they put together there, like, I never expected that. That was crazy how the Clippers put that team together. Kawhi and um, uh, Paul George and all that. That's a crazy team. And then it's crazy, I, I didn't think that Harden and Russell Westbrook was going to mesh. I thought that was going to be a disaster, and that's actually um turning out to be pretty decent. They're actually turning out to play kind of decent together. So that works out. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Do I have any baseball stories? I don't really have no baseball stories. I know these um these players is getting a ton of money. I do know that. That's what I do know. I do know that these baseball players is getting they getting fuck man they getting paid. I mean I never played baseball as a kid, but I'm like man maybe I should have maybe I should have played some baseball because them baseball players is getting fucking paid. But uh, what other sports stories is there? Um. Oh yeah, I already did a podcast on Carly Lloyd. That 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 was interesting for a little while. Um, what else? Was there any Me Too movements in sports? No, I mean it's besides Antonio Brown, I don't know nobody else that got accused of anything. Where's Ben? Where's Washburn? See home. Uh, <laughs> and we know Ben was involved in some shit a few years back, right? Touching some bitches or something, raping somebody in the bathroom. I don't know what he did, but you know where's Kobe? Oh, Kobe and Kobe. Like, I know, for real, I'm not talking about Kobe. That's my man to them. So I'm not talking about him. So whatever stories happened in 2019, sports stories, um, Lakers, yeah, so nothing else. 
So then I guess I guess I can go ahead and end this episode. I was gonna do the top movies of 2019, but that will be a whole podcast episode in itself. So I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna waste um that material. Because I can make a whole episode out of that material. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna waste that material. So those are the stories that I cared about in 2019. Some of them I didn't really care about, but those are like the big stories. And then we can go into the movies on the next podcast, and maybe I might throw some video games, and maybe I might throw the top video games of 2019 into that top movies of 2019 podcast, I'm just putting some ideas out there, you people can help me out, you know, you can message me, and be like, yo Tyrone, I think you should do this, yo Tyrone, I think you should do that, yo Tyrone, I'd like you to say what you think about this, or what you think about that, or you can message me and be like, Tyrone, I hate your podcast, you're an asshole, and I'll be like, you know, I'll put that up there too, I don't care, I don't care if you message me, and I do that messaging podcast, I'm gonna say this, if I get at least 10 messages, if I get at least 10 messages, I'll do the messenger podcast, I also want to say, remember this, if you own a business, or you got a friend that own a business, or you sell stuff out the trunk of your car and you want people to know you sell shit out the trunk of your car and I don't care where you get it from. I'm not gonna tell nobody that you boosting the shit or you buy I don't care where you get it from. If you sell shit out the trunk of your car and you want me to tell people you sell shit out the trunk of your car, you listen to my podcast, I'll tell people, let me know. If you got any kind of business legit, then I'm not gonna hustle your crack with you. You know, I'm not gonna hustle your crack on here. Crack sell itself. You want to sell crack? Crackheads are not listening to my podcast. They don't even have phones and computers to do that. So, no, don't be like, yo, Tyrone, tell them to hit the block, 58th Street. No, I'm not going to do that. But I will tell them to hit the trunk if you got some bath and body works in there or some bras and panties or whatever you hustle out the trunk. Or if you sell trash bags. And, and fucking uh, laundry detergent, whatever you do, whatever you hustle, you got some polo shirts, you got to stand on 52nd Street, whatever you do, you want me to put that shit out there, I'll put that shit out there, let me know, listen to my podcast, say Tyrone, I'm a podcast, listen, I got this business, or my aunt do this, or my cousin do hair, or I sell hair, or whatever, any kind of business, I will pump, 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 pump you up. Just let me know, and I'll hit you up. And all you got to do is listen to my podcast. All you got to do is do what I've been telling you to do anyway, but I've been begging you to do what I've been asking you to do. Tell your mom, tell your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, a friend, tell the baby, strangers, everybody to listen to the Elizabeth Podcast. And it's on Anchor FM. It's on Google. It's on um, Spotify. It's on um, Apple Podcasts. It's on, like, almost everything. It's almost on everywhere you listen to podcasts. It's like ESPN. Um, what is it? The Mina Combs? Mina Combs ESPN podcast, whatever she do. It's just like that. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can look for it. So look for the list of podcasts. Listen, tell your friends, and um, I'll see you next time.